0: Drive time, Keeping you informed and inspired We love God, we ought to be able to talk about Him
1: Getting you started
0: on your day With the latest in breaking news and information From the Vatican to the White House and everything in between It's serious, it's
2: fun, it's your Catholic Drive Time Now here's your
3: host, Joe McClain Praise be to Jesus Christ, welcome back to Catholic Drive Time Keeping you informed and inspired, I'm your host, Joe McClain Praise be to God, you have survived it You made it through the week Congratulations. Praise be to God. It is Friday. We're going to have a great show today. You know, uh, the reports are out. Parents all across the United States have been organizing, uh, going to these school board meetings, speaking out, protesting the woke politics. We've talked about it many times on this program. But what about in Canada? You know, I think too many times uh, us Americans think of Canada as just another, you know, like the 51st state kind of thing it's a different place altogether it's a different world altogether and i don't mean just the obvious thing about it being a different country i mean its culture its politics are are different in many many ways and today on the program we're going to have a conversation in the what's concerning us segment coming up at 15 past the hour with michael del grande who has been fighting uh, he as a trustee of the toronto catholic school district fighting against the lgbtq activists there and uh, he's kind of into a lot of trouble there as a result to it not too many people speak up in canada against that and if you do uh there are um there's a lot of things that can happen to you as a result and we're going to find out what that is what are the ramifications of his two-year battle to try to uh, win back the culture in toronto on this school board and what the punishments he's facing are and uh, and the cost of that. That's coming up at 15 past the hour. At uh, 35 past the hour, the weekend has finally arrived. Yes, but also the release of the Mass of the Ages. Now, you might recall, we've had a few interviews regarding this documentary uh, film project. And this weekend, I think the first release comes out, and the producer of the show uh, is going to be on our program. Jonathan Weiss will be on at 35 past the hour to tell us about this. uh, They finally got to this point to release the film, but... What does distribution look like? How can one watch it? We're going to get all that information at 35 past the hour. Lots in the news, by the way. The church is becoming more and more divided in America. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about this at some point along the way here, but uh, I got to tell you, those mandates are dividing our, our church in America, and I'm sure around the world. Bishops are taking one side, and other bishops are taking the other Boy, that's a, a conversation that we ought to be having. Uh, the Taliban is retaking Afghanistan at an alarming rate. A lot of very concerning news there. And then, of course, is a brand new Hunter Biden scandal out? Did you know? Probably not because mainstream media doesn't cover that stuff. And maybe at some point today we'll talk about that. But more importantly than all of that, it's Janelle's last day. Good morning to you, Janelle.
4: Good morning, Mr. Joe.
3: You have made it.
4: I've made it. Your it's very the end last of the day. <laughs> Happy Friday.
3: How, how do you feel about that?
4: Um... I don't feel too sad about it. I feel what? pretty happy. <laughs> well, like no, it's, wow. it's like the peace. I've been praying about uh, it for a while. And so uh-huh, knowing that, uh-huh. um, you know, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be God forever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right.
5: I'm not sh- Was that a compliment? I don't know. Adrian, well, how do we take that? You know, honestly, you know, we, at least she's honest. Yeah. I mean, we can... You can say nothing else except it was very honest. It praise was, be to God. At least it was at least an honest opinion.
3: Well, there you go. Well, I tell you what, uh, Janelle, uh, because it's your last day, um, we're going to make you do the whole show while we sit and watch.
5: That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I like this idea. But you also have this. to produce.
3: You got to move to a exciting spot. <laughs> have to produce, and we're just going to sit and eat popcorn, watch you the whole time.
4: I had popcorn yesterday. Did
3: you? Yes. Should have brought it.
4: <laughs> Should have brought it. No, um. <laughs>
3: <laughs> for us. I, I tell you what we're going to do in the after show, in the sec, second half of the second hour, for those that, of you that can join us, if you would like to say goodbye to Janelle and wish her well or whatever, then you know, we may open the phone lines and give you that opportunity. But you're going to have to be a part of our after show to do that. So, uh, stick around. You can always find, uh, you know, all the stuff. In fact, I've been adding a lot of stuff to the website lately um information making it better organized easier to get access to uh more content is there now than ever before so check it out grnonline.com forward slash cdt but it also includes the phone number uh to the game show which is the same phone number we will use in the after show to say goodbye to janelle so all of that is coming up uh, at uh what did i say the ha- second half of the second hour. Can you tell it's Friday? I wonder. 7 Central,
5: 8 Eastern.
3: Yeah. So here's the deal, though, real quick before we jump into our prayer and start our program this hour. Next week is going to be very, very special uh, in the sense that we are not going to be in the studio Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Friday, however, we will be back in the studio. So Monday is the Feast of the Assumption. We will be out. It's Holy Day of Obligation uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all of the Guadalupe Radio Network, which includes us here at the Catholic Drive Time, are going to be on retreat. And uh, so we're going to be spending three days prayer, praying together and, uh, and retreating. So we won't be here, but we have recorded, or at least Adrian has, recorded three uh, new shows, all new content. It's never been heard before, right? Absolutely. Uh,
5: four, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday.
3: Yes, so four of them, not three.
5: And there's some good stuff in there. Oh, some great stuff. This is amazing. I had a blast doing, putting this together. So you're not going to miss next week. So all new content, and it's not going to be the best of. It's all brand new content. I highly recommend that you check it out and listen to the whole show because it's going to be covering from the What's Concerning Us segment all the way through uh, into the second hour, each of the interviews. And uh, they're pretty stellar. You're not going to want yeah. to miss it. And uh, and then
3: again, we'll be back live Friday, August the twentieth, in the studio with you. So stick around for that. But uh, going to be a great lineup of programming. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll enjoy that. Let us know either way. Praise be to God. All right, we're going to jump into it. We again, we have uh, Michael Del Grande from Canada on coming up at fifteen past to talk about the Canadian school board and the LGBTQ agenda there. And then at thirty five past, our Jonathan Weiss will be our guest to talk about the release of the first film in the Mass of the Ages product. And then, of course, in the second hour, for those of you that can join us, we will have the game show, and today's the day we pull the winner, but let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother, to thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word Incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in Thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And now the headlines with Janelle A.
4: Today is Friday, August the 13th. Here are some headlines from Church Militant. Remember that headline where the reports of the University of Pittsburgh harvested organs from live babies? Doctors have confirmed that the bark barrack practice occurred. Lord have mercy. Media protecting accused clergy. Catholic News Agency dismisses priest orgy allegations. School board welcomes trans agenda. Laudan County will allow males into girls' bathrooms. South Dakota bishops approve exemptions, issue left to individual conscience. Supich continues to reject the Vatican, pressures Catholic bioethics center to push vaccine mandates. And bishops oppose election security, Brazilian bishops blast president. In other news, the Catholic 8 News Agency has reported that the U.S. bishops have rebuked the Biden administration for dropping conscience rights lawsuit. Inventors of CRISPR gene editing appointed to Pontifical Academy of Sciences. And from Crooks, Diocese of El Paso imposes vaccination mandate for employees. Reported by the Catholic News Agency, Lima Archbishop proposes replacing priests with laity as pastors. The Archbishop of Lima last week presented his proposal to replace priests with lay people in parishes in the Peruvian capital. Archbishop Carlos Gustavo Castillo Matasolo Gilio said during a July 21st conference that he is asking the Vatican for permission for lay persons to be given the administration of parishes. The Archbishop said that there is a philosophy of the simple daily life of the people that we have to take up again. I think that, as a church, we are going to have to work hard to provide a church closer to the people with greater equality, he continued. Archbishop Castillo then said, This is what I'm trying to do now. I went to Rome, I was there a long time a month, and I am encouraging them to give me permission for various things that are not allowed. For example, for them to give me permission for families or couples or groups of married couples or older lay adults to take over parishes, because it's better to send priests to study a little, right? The Archbishop of Lima proposed that the laity act as pastors or heads of churches, keeping the communities up and running as they do when they, the priests, go to Europe. In Europe, there are many things in churches in Paris, for example, that lay people have gotten up and running, and they keep the Christian community going without the need for priests. Then there's a priest who celebrates Mass for them once a week or twice on Sunday, whatever it may be, but we have to think of more egalitarian ways closer to the people, he said. Moments later, Archbishop Castillo said that this is what synodality refers to, and that we did it in the consultation we made in this synodal assembly of the Archdiocese of Lima. Archbishop Castillo's proposal is contrary to canon law, as he himself recognized. And from lastly, also from the Catholic news agency, Pope Francis speaks on phone at the end of general audience. I'm Janelle, and those are your headline news for Friday, August the 13th. God love you.
5: The saint of the day is Blessed Michael Joseph McGivney. He was born on the 12th of August, 1852 in Waterbury, Connecticut. Son of Irish Irish immigrants, he studied at the St. Hyacinth Seminary in St. Hyacinth, Quebec, Canada, beginning in 1868. He finished his studies at St. Mary's Seminary in Baltimore, Maryland in 1873. Before he could be ordained, however, his father died, and Michael returned home to support his family. He was ordained on the 22nd of December, 1877 by Archbishop Joseph Gibbons at the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's easy to say. He was the assistant pastor at St. Mary's Church in New Haven on the Archdiocese of Hartford, Connecticut, with a small group of parishioners. He founded the Knights of Columbus on the 2nd of February, 1882. Today, the organization has nearly 2 million members and contributes tens of millions of dollars to charity each year. He died on the 14th of August, 1890 in Thomaston, Connecticut of pneumonia, possibly related to tuberculosis. He was beatified on the 31st of October, 2020 by Pope Francis. Blessed Michael Joseph McGivney, pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter
3: 19, verses 3 through 12. Some Pharisees approached Jesus and tested him, saying, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any cause whatsoever? He said in reply, Have you not read? From the beginning the Creator made them male and female and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore what God has joined together man must not separate. They said to him, Then why did Moses command that a man give the woman a bill of divorce and dismiss her? He said to them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. I say to you, whoever divorces his wife unless the marriage is unlawful and marries another commits adultery. His disciples said to him, If that is the case of a man with his wife, It is better not to marry. He answered, Not all can accept this word, but only those to whom that it is granted. Some are incapable of marriage because they were born so, some because they were made so by others, some because they have renounced marriage for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Whoever can accept this ought to accept it. The Gospel of the Lord. Christ to you, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I'm a broken record here, but there is so much that could be said. We could spend hours talking about this. Uh, I want to focus on that uh, one passage, that one verse. Uh, it's usually rendered as um, as unchastity, or uh, it's it's rendered in several ways. And here in this particular uh, version, it's unless the marriage is unlawful, right? Well, that's uh, it's. It's a very incredible word. It's the Greek. It's porneia. It means sexual immorality in particular. It's the root for pornography. But there is a sense. There was three essential views uh, of this passage. There's the patristic view, the Levitical law view, the no comment view, but all come to the same conclusion that divorce is now abrogated. Divorce is wrong. Jesus forbids it. But there's something more important that's uh, at stake here about this. Even in the case of adultery, the early church fathers agree. That doesn't give you a license to go remarry again. It just means you separate. There's so much that could be said. Maybe in the next hour we'll dive deeper. Who knows? But coming up after this very short break, Michael DeGrande from Toronto, Canada, is going to be on. Don't no go anywhere. We'll be right back. Time keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host Joe McLean. It's great to be on with you. Praise be to God. Coming up at 35 past the hour, Jonathan Weiss is going to be our guest. He is the producer of the Mass of the Ages, and uh, we're very excited. We've had several conversations with uh, the director, with uh, the executive producer, and sort of the star of the uh, of the project. But uh, Jonathan Weiss is the producer, and he's going to be on to tell us about the release of the first of uh, film in that series how you could watch it, and all of that coming up at 35 past the hour. We're excited about that. Joining us right now via Zoom chat is Michael DeGrande. He's from the uh, uh, Toronto area. He is a trustee on the Toronto Catholic District School Board there. And he has been fighting the LGBTQ activist for a few years. And it's probably caused quite a bit of pain and suffering. And we're here to get his story and, and what we can do to help. Good morning to you, Michael DeGrande.
7: Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me.
3: Praise be to God. Thanks for your time today. Can you give us the backstory? What's going on in Toronto, Canada?
7: Well, I guess it's um, similar to what's going on in other places. Uh, A cancel culture, uh, a change in culture to have acceptance of things that in the past were taboo, um, indoctrinating children, um, just using the education system to advance uh, whatever the cause might be. So right has become wrong, and wrong has become right. Now, in the United
3: States, we've seen a growing trend of parents that are going to school board meetings, speaking out boldly, and and trying to fight back against things like critical race theory or LGBTQ agendas. There's a great story out this morning of a, an Iranian Christian who has gone to his school board uh, because they want to pass these pro trans pronoun thing, and he says, "If you do this i'm going to force you to call my kids king and queen uh, you know and it's it's kind of uh, there's a little chuckle in that, but the the situation is quite real, but in
7: your story, we're talking about a Catholic school board well um, quote in quotations Catholic um, i got to tell you from my perspective. I'm a practicing Catholic. I go to Mass, have gone to Mass since the age of five, when I was able to understand what was going on. Um, It's been lifelong for me. Uh, Taught by priests and nuns uh, in the old days, uh, Baltimore Catechism. Um, I would just basically call myself a faithful Catholic. And uh, what I'm doing is not something that I'm looking to be a hero or or to... um, have fame or what have you it just to me seems to be like a normal thing to say hey this is wrong and uh, some of my own fellow colleagues on the board you know have taken the position that the bible is outdated uh, that uh, uh, the catechism of the catholic church um, is hate material that you have to uh, be careful what you read uh, in it Um, They've stopped parents from expressing their concerns about flying the gay pride flag at our Catholic schools. And um, can't say the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. Uh, A whole bunch of things that you would think would be normally accepted in an environment that uh, is, quote, Catholic.
3: Wow. But. Well, I guess I do, I'm still I'm struggling here. Um, if they're Catholic, why remain Catholic if you're going to dismiss the Everything. catechism of the Catholic Church? If you're just going to throw all these things out, I mean, I don't understand. We, we can't pick and choose what we believe in Catholic doctrine. Um, how do they come to this conclusion that they have the freedom and flexibility to pick and choose what teachings of the Church they, they're going to uh, give their assent to?
7: Uh, the principle is called human rights. All of a sudden, human rights uh trumps uh religious beliefs Wow, and uh, this is basically the new uh credo uh, that um, you know we have a situation here in Toronto where a, a Baptist minister uh, transgendered into a woman and he was dismissed by uh, the congregation based on theological uh issues well he's taken the The uh, church that he was hired at uh, to court um, basing his argument on uh, human rights and that's where we're at and that's one of the the influencing factors uh, at my board between the the government Uh, the governments are actively involved they give lots of monies to uh, a lot of these um, what they call marginalized groups but I you know the LGBT community is not marginalized by any sense They've got monies. They've got uh, people in high positions. Just, you know, slowly the creep has been uh, coming more and more and more, and people have been, you know, busy trying to make a living, et cetera. But uh, they're, uh, they've got um, advocates. They've got um, people that support them in government, in school boards, uh, in, in work environments. Uh, we had one parent come and say that uh, they were not in favor of flying the catholic flag because of this cat the um, lgbt flag because it contradicted the uh, church teaching magisterium well they reported him to uh, a university where he was a part-time worker and the university dismissed him what? <laughs> so i mean it's uh, this thing here at our school board started uh, about six years ago when the government forced what was called GSA uh, groups, which is the uh, Gay Straight Alliances. Uh, they wanted uh, clubs for uh, students who were um, having certain um, sexual uh, orientation, and they, quote, wanted to protect them and uh, I wasn't there at the time. I came in after. And, uh, but for myself, I mean, protection is that all, all kids should be protected. Uh, you know, whether you've got blonde hair or red hair or black hair or what have you, uh, everyone should fall under the same umbrella. And we just keep trying to provide special Concessions um, and the argument is well, they need special concessions because you know they commit suicide or try to commit suicide 14 times more. We get this the argument, the continual argument that uh, suicide is an issue. Um, that um, inclusion, as far as catholicity is concerned, we have to include. And and uh, you know, I'm, I'm all for inclusion, but I mean the, the our teaching basically says, and Christ said, hey. Uh, repent and believe. And uh, the the fact here is, uh, no, uh, I don't want to repent and I'll believe what I want to do, which is, again, it's the great sin that the popes of the uh, early 1900s indicated was uh, relativism. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm a very good target uh, for them because, again, part of their modus operandi is to uh, knock out people that give them any kind of opposition. Um, They don't speak the truth, they twist the truth, they come after you um, to make you uh, an example for everybody else. It's totally to cancel you, to to wipe you out. And um, as I said, when you have other trustees on the board that have bought into this thing, and there's about 29 boards in Ontario, I think there's about, uh, last count, 11 or 12 of these boards They've also come to the pressure of the LGBT lobby to say, uh, we got to fly Catholic flags, not for the day, or I keep doing that, LGBT flags, not for the day, not for the week, but for the whole month. And um, that's where we're at.
5: You know, uh, a couple things real quickly. We have about five minutes left in the conversation. Uh, One thing is... This is absolutely diabolical and despicable, and it's literally the calling cry of our of a Satan who says, uh, "I will not serve." And it seems like they are thinking the same way. But the the question I have is, where is the bishop here? We where shouldn't the bishop be cracking down and saying and condemning this and uh, using his authority, his power over his diocese to uh, squash
7: this? Well, here's here's the irony of the whole thing. When this legislation um, that was introduced with changing the code of conduct, <clears throat> they wanted to add into the code of conduct gender identity, gender expression, family status, and marital status. Now, those things, each and every one of them, conflicts with the teaching magisterium of the church. I was invited to the Archdiocese to formulate a plan to try and, and uh, stop this. So I was invited, right? And um, <clears throat> when uh, the, the debate, the six-hour debate uh, uh, came to the board, uh, I had about 10 minutes, and uh, I gave what was called the, the Jesuit argument to to talk about extremes and, and uh, an argument that uh, would indicate this was going down the wrong path. And they decided to use that and uh, label it that I was um, I was talking about uh, homosexuals and gay people, etc. Which I had never identified any person or group. I was making a point to say, well, where is it going to end? What, what are we going to accept? What are we not going to accept? And so they twisted that around. They came after me. They wanted the you know the typical apology. Then they wanted resignation. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they also came after me. I had my teacher's license. They wanted that removed from me, so they lodged a complaint with the uh, Teacher Society. And uh, <clears throat> the only option I had was uh, support from good Catholics who said, Mike, you've got to fight this. But they they have unlimited monies. Um, <clears throat> there's a, uh, a funding site that was set up by Canada's Campaign Life. Um, it's called uh, Wonder We... Dot com forward slash stand with Mike. And uh, the legal bills right now are like $170,000 wow. in climbing. And we still haven't got there because, you know, they delay you. They bring different motions and it costs more money to do this and to do that. And they wear you out. I mean, health wise, they've, uh, they've caused me great uh, stress. Been in the hospital a number of times. Um, it just goes on and on and on and on, and there's no end to it. They mm-hmm. they just um, they just continue. And I'm only in the fight, <clears throat> excuse me, because um, sanctifying grace only goes so far. It doesn't pay the legal bills. So <laughs> uh, I tell people, look, I, I don't want to be a hero or anything, but if you if you're tired of this stuff, you got to support not just me, but all kinds of other people that are standing up to this this craziness, and uh, pitch in, help us out. And get us a win in the win column so that other people aren't going to be bullied or afraid to speak up. We cannot speak in the public square anymore, and we can't even speak up in a Catholic square anymore. Mm -hmm. They've invaded. The the barbarians have come through the gates, and they've invaded, uh, making up all the stories and all the uh, things that they want to do. And basically, I mean, look, if one really analyzes this, they're out to destroy Mm -hmm. the church because the church is the really one of the last bastions to uh,
3: let me jump bring in there. a sense of
7: morality, but you know you got a whole Michael. bunch of scandals going on in our church as Well let too, me jump in there help.
3: let me jump in there because we're down to just a few seconds here. Michael Degrande is our guest. Uh, with the last few seconds. what's the best place to go to, if anybody wants to support you in this in this effort and help you out, how could they do that?
7: Well, there's a bit of an explanation at a website www wonder, w-o-n-d-e-r, we, w-e, all one word, dot com, forward slash, stand, slash, with... St- uh, slash, forward slash, Mike. Alright. So stand with Mike.
3: I, I tell you what we'll do, we'll find that, we'll put a link to it on our social feeds. For anybody who's interested, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, you can find it there. We'll uh, we'll link to it. But Michael DeGrande, thank you for your time. Thank you for your witness, sir. We'll be praying for God's provision for your need. Don't buddy we'll be right back. Breaking news and stories
8: with Janelle's coming up next. Are the biblical miracles too far-fetched to believe? Dead people rising, blind people seeing? How can a rational person believe such things? Well, it might seem irrational to believe relative to our general background knowledge, but relative to specific evidence, the obstacle of improbability can be overcome. For example, it's improbable for someone to rise from the dead. But if there were credible eyewitness testimonies, as in the case with Jesus, then belief would be rationally justified. Second, many skeptics often don't consider the improbability of the reported miracle being false. With regard to Jesus' resurrection, it's unreasonable to believe the apostles died for what they knew to be a lie, or that many different people had the same hallucination at the same time on different occasions. So miracles are not too far-fetched to believe if there is sufficient evidence to justify belief. I'm Carlo Broussard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers. Catholic.com.
5: Howdy, this is Adrian Fonseca, producer of the Catholic Drive Time Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central and 7 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I'm proud to tell you that Real Estate for Life is an underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Real Estate for Life connects home buyers and sellers to real estate agents while supporting pro-life organizations, offering their clients a faith-based experience. They are online at realestateforlife.org. That's realestateforlife.org. God love you.
4: Welcome back to the Catholic Drive Time. I'm Janelle Lay, and here are your headline news. Lots of headlines today. Sri Lanka files charges against 25 Easter bombing suspects. Fauci confirms it's likely and inevitable everyone will need COVID-19 booster shot. New Zealand border remains closed until 2022. Nurse gives 8,600 people COVID-19 vaccines filled with saline. German officials say. 40% of illegal immigrants released in Texas City tested positive for COVID-19, says officials. Chinese regime blames Russia as source of recent COVID-19 surge in China. U.S. Embassy in Afghanistan warns Americans to leave immediately. States set to begin redistricting after census publishes 2020 data. Arrests along U.S.-Mexico border hit 21-year monthly high. FinTech CEO sentenced to six years in prison for COVID relief loan fraud and investment fraud. Amy Coney Barrett refuses to block Indiana University's vaccine mandate. Lambda COVID-19 variant shows vaccine resistance, new study suggests. Study estimates total immunity to coronavirus at nearly 70% in Texas. FDA approves booster COVID-19 shots for vulnerable immunocompromised people. Biden urges Congress to let Medicare negotiate cost of prescription drugs in efforts to reduce high prices. DeSantis launches monoclonal antibody response teams to prevent hospital overcrowding. US Census finds white population decreased for the first time on record. Texas declares sex change surgery for minors is child abuse. Feminist admits claim of 10,000 women dying from illegal abortions is totally inaccurate. Scientists want people fitted with euthanasia chip that kills you at first sign of dementia. World's most prestigious medical journal praises China's population control and forced abortions and German political ad f- f- focuses on criticizing Stafford's Catholic faith. From the Epic Times, sectarian violence in Nigeria takes a new turn as Christians storm Muslim town. Gunmen of a Christian tribe attacked an all-Muslim Nigerian town early August 7th, leaving nine persons dead, several houses burned, and town leaders fuming at authorities. The attack marked a new development in the ongoing strife in Nigeria with Christians going on the offensive against Muslims. Reported from the Crooks, death row inmate sues for pastor's touch during execution. A Texas death row inmate has sued state prison officials to allow his pastor to lay hands on him as he dies from a lethal injection. Don Harry Ramirez, 37, is scheduled to be put on death in a Texas death chamber on September 8th. But his attorneys said in a federal lawsuit filed Tuesday in Corpus Christi that state prison officials had denied his request to have his pastor lay hands on him as he dies. The lawsuit asked a federal judge to allow Dana Moore, pastor of a Second Baptist Church, a Corpus Christi congregation of about 200 worshippers, to be present in the death chamber at his, edu- at his execution and lay hands on him as Ramirez dies. The lawsuit states that Moore has ministered to Ramirez for five years. Officials of the Texas Department of Criminal Justice, which operates in the Texas state prison system, had no comment and said a department spokesman. And also from crooks, New York let childhood sex abuse victims sue. 9,000 went to court. And those are your headline news for this morning. God love you and have a good Friday.
3: Praise be to God in all things. Do you know, that was your very last uh, hard-hitting headline, headline news segment ever in the history of the planet.
4: Yes. Thanks. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel pretty good. All good yeah. news from here on out, hopefully. The,
3: the the next time that you will have to face the the difficult news will probably be at your judgment, at the second coming. But no pressure. <laughs> That's encouraging.
4: Except but it'll be no bad pressure. news about me
3: <laughs> <laughs> or or me. Who knows? Uh, praise be to God. I'm just kidding with you. Uh, we're going to say goodbye to Janelle at the second half of next star. For those of you can join us, please do so in the after show. But joining us right now via Zoom chat is the producer of the Mass of the Ages, a stunning trilogy about the Latin Mass, which re- the first. First uh, part releases this weekend. We're very excited about that. Uh, Jonathan Weiss is the producer, a cinematographer, and so much more. Good morning to you, sir. Hey, Joe.
9: Great to be with you.
3: Praise be to God. Thanks for your time today. Now we've we've had several conversations about this project on our program. Uh, we've uh, we've interviewed the, uh, the executive director, we've the director itself, and now you. So we're very excited about this. This has been a long time coming. You must feel relieved anxious happy joyful i mean you've worked a long time really hard to get to this
9: point what is it like we're super excited cameron the director i think you guys had on um in the early stage when we first started uh, production uh, i think we were in texas uh produce, uh filming some interviews and uh you guys had us on and uh we're it's kind of like awesome to go full circle now and be at the point where we're about to release episode one like you said on sunday the feast of the assumption and uh we're we can't be more excited for people to be able to see this beautiful film the the first episode of three a trilogy of films so
3: praise be to god well why don't you give us the backstory again for for those that are just tuning in and, and have maybe have not heard about what the mass of the ages what is this project
9: yeah absolutely so uh cameron and i met in uh in Dallas, actually, um, at a Catholic creatives conference, a a conference for uh, creatives to meet up and collaborate and find projects that they wanted to work on together. And he mentioned to me that he had a real passion for the Latin Mass. And I was just beginning to find the Latin Mass with my family at that time. And he mentioned to me how he had this burning desire to make a film about the Latin Mass. But he said, you know, I don't know, it's probably a few years off. And I said to him, "Well, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we just start now. Maybe we, maybe we do this." You know, in my naivete uh, <laughs> of all things Latin mass, and so we started down that road. Of uh, he spent like a good year writing and researching and and uh, really preparing what would be the foundation for the film, and then we started uh, planning for what would be our our successful Kickstarter last year. Mm-hmm. It seemed like a, a terrible idea to, to launch a Kickstarter in the middle of uh, lockdowns and uh, people were out of work, and yet people uh, thousands of generous donors have funded this project and uh, we got started right away as soon as the kickstarter was finished we we hit the ground running we've traveled all over the united states filming at diocesan parishes fraternity of uh, saint peter parishes institute of christ the king and uh it's been a wild ride just uh, meeting some incredible folks and 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 changing the narrative about uh traditional catholicism you know we really want to show glad, happy, joyful traditional Catholics who are just really excited about what traditional Catholicism is doing for for their families and for their faith.
5: So, what did that do for you whenever you are learning about the uh, traditional faith or traditional Mass for the first time? I know whenever I first started being exposed to the traditional Mass, I liked dove into and I read about a dozen books on the traditional mass and I learned to serve the mass and it was incredible so what were the some of the things that you kind of learned you're like whoa wasn't expecting that and what were the things that you're like oh that's that's pretty much as I as I expected
9: yeah for sure I think we're sitting in these interviews with experts Who who just have I mean it was just felt like so surreal to be in these rooms with them with bishops priests uh, uh, theologians and hearing some of these things it's hard it was hard for me to contain my excitement of oh like I didn't know that like uh, you know that that's just incredible uh, uh, these things about the traditional mass and very much so uh, like you said Adrian I was I was in the very beginning part of coming to learn. Uh, about the traditional mass at the time that we started uh, working on this, and so there was so much to learn. And you know, I think this documentary easily could be hours and hours and hours long. It's been uh, a real labor of love, uh, Cameron and our and our editor Michael Prevas working on cutting it down to the enough information to to really give people, um, you know, help them understand what is the traditional mass. This first episode is very much about. You know, the beauty of the mass, what it is, where um, you get, well, kind of when you go to the, the mass for the first time, why it looks and feels so different. Um, but it, it, it's really uh, kind of an expose kind of it just breaks open the Latin mass for people that haven't uh, maybe haven't been before to the Latin mass or have only very minimal experience with it. Jonathan Weiss is
3: our guest. He is a producer of Mass of the Ages. By the way, you can find oh, a lot of great information on this beautiful website. Uh, TheLiturgy.org is the website. TheLiturgy.org. You should check that out. Um, I, I wanna, after, we're, com- we're coming up against a break, and I want to talk to you after the break about Traditionus Custodis and the timing of your release of your film and all of that after the break. But before the uh, we go to the break
9: how can people watch this film when it comes out? Yeah. So on, on Sunday, uh, you can watch the premiere at 8 PM Eastern, 7 PM central uh, on uh, YouTube. There'll be uh, a way to get a link and many parishes are having like watch parties or having watch parties at people's homes. Um, The, the live premiere will be on YouTube. And then after that, you'll be able to watch the film at any time on our website, as you said, theliturgy.org. And, uh, we're, we're super excited. If you want to get notified uh, about how to, to watch it on Sunday, you just go to the website, org, and there's a, there's a purple button there. Click Get Notified, give us your email, and we'll make sure we get you the link to watch it. So the film is free? the film is free yeah thanks to our generous generous benefactors we've made it free and i think also uh in this time we've just come to the realization that we just need to get this in front of as many people as possible so we don't want to put any barriers to uh people getting to see this this film
3: well that's exciting that's this sunday you said seven central or what was the time again yeah 7 p.m uh eastern 7 p.m eastern 8 p.m central all right so uh that's going to come up this Sunday. Make sure you go to the website theliturgy.org. But on the other side of this break, let's talk about Traditionis Custodis and the mass of the ages and the timing of it all. All of that's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We're we'll right back.
2: This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton minute. Have you ever noticed that most people think that rules apply to others, but not to themselves? They always consider themselves to be the exception. But what ends up happening is that everybody is an exception, and so the rules don't apply to anybody. The result is something worse than chaos. It's a loss of all the categories of respect and justice. G.K. Chesterton says that when the exception has become the rule, that is the worst of all possible tyrannies. When the cardinal, formerly known as Ratzinger, gave his final homily before the papal conclave, he said, we are living under the tyranny of relativism. What is relativism? It's when there are no rules, only exceptions. The man about to become pope was echoing Chesterton exactly. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org.
3: Be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. It is Friday. You have survived the week. Congratulations. The weekend is upon us, and so is the Feast of the Assumption, a holy day of obligation, which is why we're not going to be here on Monday. And we're going to have some great shows lined up, all new content, but it'll be pre Uh Look forward to that. But joining us right now again via Zoom chat is Jonathan Weiss, the producer of The Mass of the Ages, which you can watch this Sunday night, 8 Eastern, on YouTube. But if you go to their website, liturgy, theliturgy.org, theliturgy.org. You can actually kick the watch tab, uh, watch some trailers, but if you see that blue button at the bottom says Get Notified, click that, and that'll give you a reminder for Sunday night. Maybe plan to watch this as a family. And, you know, if you've never been exposed to the traditional Latin mass, you have nothing to fear, nothing to be harmed by. Uh, you know, you won't, uh, you won't be radicalized in any way, shape, or form, but you may just learn something beautiful about the Church's patrimony and history and liturgy that you didn't know before, and who knows? Uh, that could be a good thing. But Jonathan, welcome back to the show. I want to get into Traditionis Custodis. Uh, when, when, when His Holiness Pope Francis put out his document along with his accompanying letter uh, and the heavy-handedness that many bishops say, including the bishop in New Jersey— uh, who, who who compared it to the use of a chainsaw versus a scalpel? Let that sink in um what did you guys think were you i mean were you like uh were you worried about the timing?
9: How did you guys react to that? Yeah, certainly we on a personal level, I was you know very much devastated by uh the severity of the motorpropo that came out uh July the eighteenth but for sure, as a as a crew, as a team, it was very much um, kind of like, wow, we didn't plan to release this film knowing that this would happen. We didn't uh, fundraise for this film last year, having some sort of inside knowledge from the Vatican. So uh, it's it's very providential, I think, that um, God has allowed us to uh, be inspired by the Holy Spirit to make this film and to pursue it and and to put it out at this time, because there's a lot of questions. Uh, our first film doesn't really deal with the motor proprio. Um, there's certainly a, a, some discussions online. You can check our YouTube channel. There's a great discussion between Cameron and, uh, Dr. Peter Kwasnevsky, but, uh, it doesn't, it, we had already cut this film long before, uh, the motor proprio was released. So, uh, it doesn't really, it's not going to scratch that itch yet, but we do hope that in subsequent episodes, we're going to be able to unpack, uh, how that is, uh, implemented across the world and what that means for traditional catholicism moving forward so still a lot to um a lot to unpack and certainly we're still very much as a community praying for our bishops as they make decisions related to uh the latin mass moving forward do you
3: think that there will be some backlash against the film as a result of the timing
9: uh, I think we've always kind of expected that there may be some backlash just because there there is online uh, a, a bit of a um, pushback against the growth of traditional Catholicism. When we go to these parishes, you see just very, uh, very vibrant, but very full parishes, especially since uh, I would say the start of the lockdowns back in 2020, we saw a lot of parishes growing exponentially because priests were offering the mass early on and opening their churches uh, long before maybe some of their counterparts that offer the Nova Sordo. So uh, we've seen an in- intense or immense growth in traditional Catholicism around the U.S. and I think around the world over the last 18 months. And uh, there's some there's some people that feel threatened by that for sure, and feel threatened by what maybe they don't know. I think you know, as it Fulton Sheen says, it's not that people hate uh, the Catholic Church for what they uh, for what the Catholic Church is; it's what they think the Catholic Church is. You know, their miss their assumption, and I think the same can be said for traditional Catholicism. A lot of times, it gets a bad rap because it's uh, people assume it's rigid. Uh, there's uh, you know this mantra of uh, angry traditionalists, uh, bitter traditionalists, mad trads. And we really want to change that narrative with the film and uh, show that I think that by and large, traditional Catholicism is very joyful and glad. And there's uh, people that are just really love the Lord and our uh, and Lord in the Eucharist and the sacrifice of the Holy Mass. And uh, that's what they, they cling to in traditional Catholicism.
5: You know, I'm actually going to be traveling this weekend, so I won't be able to watch the premiere of it—at least not as a group. I may sit in my hotel room and watch it on my phone, but uh, I've been wanting—I was wanting to uh, rent a movie theater and invite a bunch of people to come see it. Uh, how could I do that? Uh, how does that work for getting the rights uh, and whatnot?
9: Yeah, absolutely. So following the, the release of the film on Sunday, there's going to be opportunities to screen this film and subsequent films in whatever manner you want to do that. So if you're interested, like you said, Adrian, in hosting a screening, whether it's at a movie theater, at your parish, at, um, you know, you want to rent out a drive-in movie theater, whatever it is you want to do, uh, we're going to make those, those available and there'll be a, um, more information on our website or you can just email us directly. Uh, film at the liturgy.org. If you want to email film at the liturgy.org, we can get you that information. And we're going to have uh, opportunities for a screening um, sort of packet that includes episode one and two that'll be coming out this fall. So that's an opportunity to uh, watch the two films in conjunction. Uh, the first film is about 45 minutes, the second film will be about the same. So the two together with some discussion questions could be a nice little two hour sort of event that you could host. Uh, um, at you know as I said a parish or movie theater we're actually planning on doing that here in Georgetown Texas where I live we're going to rent a movie theater and have uh, our community gather and bring all their friends so that they can introduce them maybe to the beauty of the Latin mass without them even having to necessarily feel obligated to go maybe for the first time. Uh, Jonathan Weiss is our guest producer of Mass of
3: the Ages. Jonathan what can you give us a breakdown of the first two films what are the topics covered in each?
9: Sure. So the first film is very much, like I said before, like a unpacking of what the Latin Mass is. It's very um, sort of it has a lot of information on what you would expect if you went to your very first Latin Mass and why it would look so different from the Novus Ordo you had attended. Um, The second film very much is dealing with history. Of how the Latin Mass came to go into disuse and why we have two masses now. It kind of unpacks not necessarily uh, what happened at Vatican II, but what happened in the Concilium in the following years—the uh, stripping away of uh, a lot of the prayers and uh, gestures—and then you know turning the 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 altars into altar tables and kind of unpacks all of that. Uh, what happened? Why did it happen? Um, how how were these players? You know, kind of manipulating the situation, mm-hmm. and then the last film is uh, going to deal with just the restoration of the church through tradition. How the Latin Mass and tradition are really bringing about um, a renaissance in Catholic culture, and why we think it's it's could be the answer to the question of uh, why you know two thirds of Pew and Catholics don't believe in the true presence.
3: Hmm. Yeah, would you say that the second episode is going to be your most you know? potentially a controversial film? I I only want to say it that way because it might not be at all controversial, but maybe perceived that way. Or would you say the third film, uh, dealing more the moment proprio could be that?
9: I would say probably episode two is going to be the one that's most, uh, the hardest pill to swallow. And I think it can certainly, it's certainly going to get uh, critics of, um, you know, the content. But I think also, from what I've seen of uh, the people that we've interviewed about those topics in particular, it, I'm, I've been very uh, surprised, you know, even they've, they've still erred on the side of charity and in, in every way. So I think that we're really hopeful that these films will not be perceived as like something that is bitter or, um, you know, is, is kind of like inciting um, inciting, I don't know division that schism division yeah <laughs> I, I, we very much want them to be unifying absolutely so
5: that leads to the question now, uh, what is your goal with the movie like what do you hope people walk away from the film uh, learning or taking away
9: sure we would love to see uh, as Eric Salmon says you know more uh, more priests being able to offer the Latin Mass now what that means with the motor proprio not sure yet but uh, for for young priests to be able to offer maybe a, a low Mass on a Sunday for parishioners that are interested in it um we want to see uh young catholics uh catholics who have never seen the the extraordinary form as Pope Benedict called it uh attend it for the first time maybe experience it and see what it is uh older catholics who maybe grew up with the latin mass be able to find that you know there's many people that didn't even know that the latin mass still exists and uh when they when they hear about this project hear about what we're doing sometimes they're just kind of like whoa i like you know, I remember going to this mass as a young child, but I didn't even know that you could still go to it. I thought it had completely gone away. Wow. So I think there's a lot, uh, a lot of different goals we have in mind, but we want to just see people fall in love with the Latin Mass and um, and and come to appreciate what it is as uh, as you know, the Mass of the Ages. Well, we have
3: just about a minute left in our conversation with uh, Jonathan Weiss. We're just about out of time. The website is theliturgy.org, theliturgy.org. One last question, though. Why do you think, Jonathan, someone who's never, ever been to a TLM or ever would want to go to a TLM should
9: watch this film? I think uh, it'll help people understand where the church, where the masses come from, you know? I think that's probably the biggest reason is to be able to see, wow, this is like the mass that the saints, uh, you know, came from for the last uh, 1600 years. And to be able to understand, I think more fully, uh, even when you attend the Nova Ordo, you kind of understand, oh, this is not a a communal meal. This is the the sacrifice, the representation of uh, the sacrifice on Calvary. So to be able to see it played out in that seriousness uh in in the film but also when you attend your you know lat mass uh, i think people can come to like get uh a a stronger devotion to our lord in the eucharist and really come to love um what it is that's that's happening in the mass you know it it becomes um much more serious uh and much much more reverent in uh in the way that they perceive what uh what god's given us in in the Mass.
3: that uh that uh, sunday night 8 eastern a release is going to be happening on youtube get notified make sure you sign up at the that's the hit that blue button there and says get notified to make sure you are reminded of it make a plan to watch it as a family that's what we're going to be doing i'm very excited about that praise be to god jonathan weiss thank you for your time today and uh congratulations on your first release thanks guys yeah all right, praise be to God. TheLiturgy.org, check that out. Hey, coming up in the next hour, for those of you that can join us, it's Janelle's last day on the Catholic Drive Time family team here. Uh, her last good news segment, her last fear and trembling game. Today we pull out the winner, going to give somebody a prize. It could be you. Join us, but if you want to say goodbye to Janelle, you got to join us in the next hour. Go to grnonline.com forward slash cdt to join us there live. Watch, comment, and more. God love you and God bless you.
0: Thank you for joining us on Your Catholic Drive Time, where it is our pleasure to keep you informed and inspired. Join us Monday through Friday at the same time, right here on your favorite Catholic radio station. Don't forget to connect with us. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Again, that's
3: Facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time.
0: Be sure to share more than just us today. Share Jesus with everyone you meet. Bye
8: now, and God love you.
4: A friend of mine said that his church takes the Bible literally, but that the Catholic Church doesn't. Is that true?
1: Catholics actually interpret the Bible in a literal sense, while many fundamentalists, evangelicals, and others interpret the Bible in a literalist sense. The literal meaning of a passage of Scripture is the meaning the author of that passage of Scripture intended to convey. The literalist interpretation of a passage of Scripture is, that's what it says, that's what it means. Here's an example to illustrate the difference. If you were to read a passage in a book that said it was raining cats and dogs outside, how would you interpret that? As Americans in the 21st century, we know that the author was intending to convey the idea that it was raining pretty doggone hard outside. That would be the literal or Catholic interpretation. The literalist interpretation would be that were you to walk outside, you would actually see cats and dogs falling from the sky like rain. No taking into account the popularly accepted meaning of this phrase. No taking into account what the author was intending to convey. The words say it was raining cats and dogs, so by golly, it was raining cats and dogs. That is the literalist or fundamentalist way of interpretation. Now, if someone 2,000 years in the future picked up that same book and read it was raining cats and dogs outside, in order to properly understand that passage in the book, they would need a literal interpretation, not a literalist interpretation. Now, think about that in the context of interpreting the Bible 2,000 to 3,000 years after it was written. We need a literal or Catholic interpretation versus literalist or fundamentalist interpretation.
0: A beacon of truth in a troubled world. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul.
3: GloryAndShine.com, a generous underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. GloryAndShine.com is a Catholic family-owned company making a variety of personal care products ranging from lotions, soap bars, gift boxes, body mist, beard care, and more. At GloryAndShine.com, they state their mission is to, quote, craft every product with deep intention while holding a vision of sharing the gospel. They are good for the body, mind, and soul. Unquote. God love you, gloryandshine.com. Thank you again.
0: Welcome to your Catholic drive time. Keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about Him.
1: Getting you started
0: on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information. From the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. Here's your
5: host, Joe McClain. Praise be to
3: Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. And uh, I'm your host, Joe McClain. Praise be to God, Keeping you informed and inspired. Um, Today is Janelle's very last day on the program. Coming up in a moment is her very last good news segment. And her very last fear and trembling game show segment. And my microphone doesn't want to participate with me at the moment. And uh, so we're going to say goodbye to her today on the program. But also, uh, we're going to play our game, Fear and Trembling, at 15 past the hour, and somebody's going to win the prize today. Their name is going to be drawn out of the coffee cup of divine providence. Could it be you? Well, you get three more chances to get in on the drawing uh, when you call and become our contestant. The phone number is listed on our website, and I've made it easier to get to that there's links at the top and you can see the fear and trembling click that takes you right down there you'll see the phone number so if you wanted to call in early and sit on hold you're welcome to do it yesterday we had phone problems but uh adrian uh our producer good morning to adrian good morning uh, you've resolved the problem right
5: yes sir it was a very complicated problem it took uh, many hours what i did was i went over and unplugged it and plugged it back in it's a good thing you have a degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that education this, this this is no they, longer wasted. This it. is why they pay me the so, big bucks. huge dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, I, The technical term, power cycling.
3: Power, speaking it's of, just turning it off, turn it back speaking on. Speaking of power cycling, Janelle, good morning to you.
4: <laughs> good morning, Mr. Joe. You,
3: you are power cycling the show, I guess. You're, you're taking off. You're headed back to school.
4: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I'm, uh, I'll am i be heading back to school on the 23rd of August. Thanks be to God. Um, I'll be studying at the University of St. Thomas in uh, theology. So Wonderful. looking forward to it.
3: Praise be to God. And for for those in the audience, for dear listener, if you would like to uh, wish uh, Janelle well or say goodbye to her, or or more importantly, embarrass her, uh, well, we encourage you to do that. And you could do that in our after show, which is the second half of this hour. Uh, You have to join us in the after show, which is live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, but also right on our website, grnonline.com forward slash cdt. And we may open the phones and allow you to call in and speak directly to Janelle, and that would be Pretty fun for at least us anyway. Maybe not Janelle, but who knows? Uh, we wrapped up a great conversation last hour uh, about Mass of the Ages, which is releasing its first installment in its trilogy of films this weekend, Sunday night. Uh, you can check out the website for the details, but it's theliturgy.org. We also had a conversation with Michael Del Grande from the Toronto Catholic School District School Board. And his fight against the LGBTQ agendas there, It was. It's, uh, he's up against it in a pretty big way. So both of those conversations will be posted to our social streams later today or at some point. And you can find them linked up on our website, grnonline.com forward slash cdt. We're on Rumble and we're on Odyssey as well. So we're backing up all of our, our content. So the tech overlords... When they get, uh, when they get finicky, we don't get to post there anymore. So we're, we have backups all linked up on the website. Let's jump into our show. We've got a lot to cover. The good news segment, the very last, uh, Janelle Lay good news segment is up next. And then of course we have saint of the day, gospel of the day, a little reflection. And then we play our fear and trembling game show. And you, my dear listener, could be the winner today, but you do have to be our caller. Stand by for the phone number. I'll give it to you. Uh, but let's pray for your intentions and the conversion of sinners around the world. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and now the good news with Janelle A.
4: The University of Mary in Bismarck will get almost four million from the federal government to help prevent a landslide. From Life News, pro-life leader saved from death after nurse tried to euthanize him. Reported from the Catholic News Agency, Charleston Bishop blesses new crisis maternity home. The Bishop of Charleston on Wednesday blessed a new home for women experiencing a crisis pregnancy in South Carolina. St. Clair's home, located in Greenville County, South Carolina, opened on August the 11th, the Feast St. Clair, with a blessing from Bishop Robert Gugliel Monet and remarks from pro-life leaders. The home will have the capacity to house up to eight women and their young children under the age of five. The house is run by the Roman Catholic Diocese of Charleston, and women will be permitted to stay for up to two years after they give birth to their child. While in the home, women will be able to pursue their GED diploma or certificate, or take college courses and will live in community with the other woman. They will also receive counseling, be given training on parenting and other life skills, have doc- visits with the doctor, and will receive lots and lots of love. At the conclusion of their stay at St. Clair's Home of Joyful Love, they will be equipped with the skills needed to care for themselves and for their children. The home will help them to bond with their baby, while also offering an educational program and support system that will empower them in the journey to independent living. The house will be staffed by two religious from the Sisters of St. Michael the Archangel, while Mass will be offered at the home. Women of any or no faith background will be welcomed at St. Clair's Home and residents of the home will not be expected to become Catholic during the course of their stay at St. Clair's. From the National Catholic Register, pro-life groups praise Senate opposition to taxpayer-funded abortion. From the Good News Network, life-saving treatment for heart attacks discovered inside protein of deadly spider venom. And to end on a good note, I know the Olympics ended last week, but here's something I'd watch in a heartbeat. Hospital gives newborns hand crocheted gold medals and adorable Team USA outfits. A hospital presented its newborn babies with tiny hand crocheted Olympian outfits and gold medals. Staff at St. Luke's Health System in Kansas City even decided to celebrate the Tokyo 2020 opening ceremony by passing a plastic torch around the babies in their care. The mini Team USA athletes wore handcrafted swimming weightlifting, boxing, basketball, gymnastics, and tennis kits for their photo shoot. The crocheted swimsuit accompanied an adorable swimming hat with goggles, while the weightlifting baby joined weight class 7 pounds 6 ounces with their tiny dumbbell. Around 20 medals were also made by nurse Stephanie Peterson who works at the Missouri Hospital. She spent about two hours on the infant's medals to celebrate how amazing they are for coming into this world. The crowds, a.k.a. the Tots families, were invited to cheer on their athlete in the special ceremony and photo shoot, and even got to take the outfit home with them to keep. Now that's something I can get behind. Praise be to God, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm Janelle A. God love you and have a good Friday.
5: The saint of the day is blessed Michael Joseph McGivney. He was born on the 12th of August, 1852 in Waterbury, Connecticut son of an Irish immigrant, and studied at the St. Hyacinth Seminary in St. Hyacinth, Quebec, Canada, beginning in, beginning in 1868. He finished his studies at St. Mary Seminary in Baltimore, Maryland in 1873 before he could be ordained. However, his father died, and Michael returned home to support his family. He was ordained on the 22nd of December, 1877 by Archbishop Joseph Gibbons at the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Whew! Good name. Assistant pastor at St. Mary's Church here in New Haven in the Archdiocese of Hartford, Connecticut. He was uh, with a small group of parishioners. He founded the Knights of Columbus. Maybe you've heard of it. On the 2nd of February, 1882, today the organization has nearly 2 million members and contributes tens of millions of dollars to charity each year. He died on the 14th of August, 1890, at Thompson, Connecticut, of pneumonia, possibly related to tuberculosis. He was beatified on the 31st of October, 2020, by Pope Francis. Pope Michael, uh, Pope, Blessed Michael Joseph McGivney, pray for us. I promoted him. <laughs> wow. Uh, praise be to God in all
3: things. Uh, the gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter 19, verses 3 through 12. Some Pharisees approached Jesus and tested him, saying, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any cause, whatever? He said in reply, Have you not read that from the beginning the Creator made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, What God has joined together, man must not separate. They said to him, Then why did Moses command that a man give the woman a bill of divorce and dismiss her? He said to them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful and marries another commits adultery, His disciples said to him, If that is the case of a man with his wife, it is better not to marry. He answered, Not all can accept this word, but only those to whom that it is granted. Some are incapable of marriage because they were born so, some because they were made so by others, some because they have renounced marriage for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Whoever can accept this ought to accept this. The gospel of the Lord. Uh, Praise be to God. Praise be to Jesus in all things. A little bit of dynamic reinterpretation going on there at the fly, but uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, You know, I love it. Again, they try to uh, entrap him. They try to test him. They try to uh, trick him up. And he always turns it on him. And I just absolutely love that. But did you get the dig? that Jesus throws back at them. (laughs) Man, it's awesome. Have you not read... That is such a dig on the Pharisees who claim to be so smart, so well read, so educated in the Mosaic law. Uh, you know, having it all dialed in, and yet Jesus calls them out, digging on them a little bit. Have you not read? Of course you've read. Then why don't you understand? Because of the hardness of your hearts. And uh, I said in the last hour there are three essential uh, viewpoints um, on this the patristic view, the Levitical law view, and the no comment view and here's a real quick summary the, the patristic view uh, several church fathers suggest jesus allowed for divorce in cases of serious sexual sin such as adultery but he never permitted remarriage after divorce uh, the Levit- levitical law view this position interprets unchastity that word the greek word porneia in matthew 99 as invalid marriages and in that view there's a little nod there towards uh, not just, uh, it's invalid marriages, but there's like a a liturgical sense of that word as well in the Levitical law view. In the no comment view, uh, because Jesus is revoking the Old Testament concession on divorce, he brackets the whole issue and sets it off to the side as irrelevant. In other words, this is the key here. I say to you, he says, I say to you. Think about that for a second. You're the Pharisees. You're testing him. The Mosaic Law says this, and Jesus says, "I say to you." Think about the weight, the power in those words. How bold that is! Forget about Moses and the Mosaic Law. I say to you, this is a nod to the fact that He is the second person of the Trinity. He is God, and He has authority, supreme authority over the law. Let that sink in. I say, I say to you. Saint Jerome would say this, going on to talk about real quick about the chastity and the celibacy of the priests. He says, Those who have made themselves so for the kingdom of heaven, and who might have been men, but become eunuchs for Christ, to them the reward is promised. For to the others, whose countenance was involuntary, nothing is due. Why is that important? Because it points to the significance of those who've made the choice. Those who felt called, those who have given themselves over to chastity for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. This is why there is a celibate priesthood. Because they have given everything. They've sold everything to buy that field. They've given even their gift of human sexuality, even the opportunity to be married and have children. They have left nothing on the field. Think about that. In a day and an age where there's such an effort to get rid of the celibate priesthood, to have married priests and the like, as if that's going to solve all of the sexual scandal in the church. It's not. And here, the early church fathers point out to this verse, to this passage, about the gift of those men who have given it all up as a gift of self to join our Lord for the, for the kingdom of heaven. Chrysostom says this, uh, who, uh, When he says, who have made themselves eunuchs, he does not mean cutting off members, but a putting away of evil thoughts. Can we pray for our priests today and our bishops, those who have made this commitment of chastity and celibacy for the kingdom of heaven? Let us pray that they, are pers- they persevere in this gift, that they persevere in their calling as uh, the shepherds of our church, that they will resist these evil thoughts. Amen? Praise be to God. All right, we're going to go to a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to play Fear and Trembling for the last time with Janelle. It's her last opportunity. The uh, Janelle the Tricky, as we've been calling her on the show. So if you would like to be the contestant, the phone number is 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. Call right now, 877-757-9424. call right now
6: we all know children have a natural innocence and a sense of wonder yet our world is full of distractions that can pull families in the wrong direction but with the help of god and a church family your children can grow in the security of faith hope and love weekly mass provides that critical faith foundation needed in life so if your family hasn't been to Mass in a while, we'd like to invite you home. Discover more at catholicscomehome.org.
8: Protestants like to use James 2.10-11 against the Catholic doctrine of mortal and venial sin because James says, whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become guilty of all of it. But James can't be denying the doctrine of mortal and venial sin because in one fifteen he affirms it saying that sin in its beginning stages doesn't bring death, venial sin, whereas it does in its more mature stages, mortal sin. The point James is making in James 2.10-11 is that we must keep all the commandments in order to avoid incurring the guilt of transgressing the law. We can't say to the Lord on Judgment Day, Lord, I only broke one commandment but kept the other nine. So, James 2.10-11 is simply a misfire in trying to take down the Catholic belief of mortal and venial sin. I'm Carlo Broussard with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. For 2,000 years we've helped the poor and comforted the sick. We've educated generations of children, developed the scientific method and college system. We support marriage and human life. Guided by the Holy Spirit, we compiled the Bible. We are the Catholic Church, with over one billion in our family, sharing in the fullness of Christian faith in the church started by Jesus. If you've been away, visit CatholicsComeHome.org today. Welcome home.
0: Welcome to another round of Fear and Trembling, the Catholic trivia game show that helps you work out your salvation by the seat of your pants it's a 50 50 chance and prizes are involved avoid the weeping and gnashing of teeth call now to take your shot 877-757-9424 and now your host
3: joe
2: mcclain
3: praise be to jesus christ welcome back to catholic drive time and fear and trembling the catholic trivia game share where we have a secret and hidden agenda so please do not share with anybody but I'm about to tell you, keep this just between us. But there are a few things we like to do during this game show segment. Number one, we like to teach the faith. So we look for teachable moments in the questions, and you may just possibly learn something you did not know before. Praise be to God. And then, of course, we like to have fun. We like to have a laugh with our contestants on the phone, and they tend to be good sports and laugh with us, and we enjoy that quite a bit. And we give out prizes, which makes it a winner for everybody involved. Praise be to God. But if you're just joining us and you're trying to figure this all out, the deal is I have three Catholic trivia questions, uh, but we do not ask our caller these questions. They don't need to know the answers to win the game. It's that easy. And the reason why is because I will ask Janelle and I will ask Adrian the questions instead of the caller, and Janelle and Adrian will give answers. One of them will be right and the other will be wrong. And the caller will have 15 seconds on the clock to make a decision. Who do they trust more, Janelle or Adrian? And then the uh, right answer goes into the coffee cup of Divine Providence to win this week's prize. Janelle, what could they win?
4: They can win a T-shirt and a sweatshirt of their choice from St. Wave, a shop that sells Catholic apparel, accessories, and stickers. It's run by a Jewish Catholic convert and based out of D.C. You can go to www www.saintwave.net to go to their Etsy shop. That's www.saintwave.net. And looking at their store, they have some really neat stuff. Um, I think Joe would like this one. It's a t-shirt that says G.K. Chesterton, oh. Prince of Paradox. Oh. And it shows a picture of G.K. Oh. Chesterton in all of his glory. So it might might get a well, shirt for you. You cut me
3: deep, Janelle. <laughs> I, see, you're, I see you getting spicy on your last day <laughs> of the show.
4: And then uh-huh. there's another shirt. Um, it says, Liar, Lunatic, and Lord. And Liar Lunatic, <laughs> i going to take a cross and in reference to C.S. Lewis. Um, they also sell pins, stickers. Um, there's a sticker and shirts that say, Make the Mass Latin again. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, they have a bi- baseball cap that says the Douay Rheims Bible on it. They have some really neat stuff. Um, All right. So thank be to God. Thank you so much, St. Wave, for sponsoring this week's um, game show. God praise, bless.
3: Praise be to God. Let's go to the phones. Thank you, Jason, for calling in this morning. Praise be to God. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you, Jason? Where are you, where are you calling from?
8: We're in the car. We're heading to school, taking the kids to uh Saint Paul and Richardson. We're coming from Mesquite.
3: Wonderful. Wonderful. Well good morning guys. Now are you familiar with the game? Do you know how it's played?
8: I've uh yes, we've listened, we've heard it played a few times.
3: Praise be to God. Well, uh, it's Janelle's very last time to play Fear and Trembling, and she's kind of gotten the the title of Janelle the Tricky. Uh, I wonder, do you think she's tricky, or do you think Adrian's more tricky? Which do you think?
8: Well, I think uh, Adrian is pretty funny, but. Uh, rarely in his answers.
3: So <laughs> <to> <laughs> Can we put that on a button? Rarely I'm correct I'm in sorry. his I answers. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't that. hear.
5: I, could, I couldn't hear. That was that. just a
4: nice way of saying.
5: I, I, I think that uh, entitles a. Duh. Of course, absolutely. I, I can't remember. I didn't, I didn't hear anything. Did he say something? I didn't hear
3: anything. <laughs> yeah, I heard him loud and clear. All right. Well, uh, well done, Jason. We like a good laugh to get us started. Are you ready to play, sir?
8: Are
3: we ready to play? Yes, Yay! we're ready to play. Praise God. Alright, we're gonna to go to Janelle uh fourth. I guess this is gonna be the last time to start off our game. Janelle, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm
4: ready as Oliver B.
3: Are you sure? Oh yes. Janelle, can you tell me which man was mentioned seven hundred and seventy-one times in the old testament?
4: 771 times?
3: Yeah. A single person named 771 times in the Old Testament. Who was that?
4: Okay. I'm going to go with Moses.
3: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, Let's get a second opinion here. Adrian, uh, can you tell me which man was mentioned 771 times
5: in the Old Testament? 771 times that's a lot of times Uh, I'm gonna go with Yeshua or Jesus Yeshua I like that that's catchy all right Um, hmm hmm let's see here
3: Uh, Adrian says it was Yeshua whereas Janelle is saying it was Moses 15 seconds on the clock who's right who's wrong Jason and kids what say you
8: Well. Old Testament says Joshua a lot, but I don't recall Yeshua, so I think we're going to go with Janelle this morning
4: survey says <laughs> there you go
5: <laughs>
4: Yeshua is actually uh, Joshua. Hebrew uh, yeah. for Jesus and Joshua it's yes. a very they're like yes. the same thing Yes, yeah, like, and I, th- I
5: believe it's like 900 times Jesus is mentioned in the Old Testament
4: I think it's like in the thousands, three thousands? No. Or, oh in the Old Testament, oh I thought you were talking about the whole <laughs> Bible okay sorry
5: uh, okay. <laughs> I think they're still trying to just be tricky, that's what
3: I think <laughs> Moses in fact is the right answer, well done guys you're in the coffee cup, praise be to God, you could win. You could win. Uh, let's see if we can't double your chances though before it's all over. Uh, we're gonna go to the second question. We're gonna go to Adrian uh, this time. Adrian, are you ready? Uh maybe. Adrian. What? I can't make any problems. <laughs> what is the public, official, and common prayer of
5: the church? The prayer of the mystical body. What do we call that? The prayer of the mystical body. That's uh the liturgy of the minutes, no? <laughs> Uh, okay, so your answer is the liturgy of the minutes.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's uh let's see what Janelle has to say here. Okay, Janelle, um, can you tell me what is the public, official, and common prayer of the church? The prayer of the mystical body. What do we call that?
4: The public, official, and common prayer of the church, the prayer of the mystical body. Okay, so that's probably not grace before meals. Um, I'm gonna go with. The divine office otherwise known as liturgy of the hours
3: oh wow um, i see there's a little bit of uh heated contesting going on here is it hours is it minutes is it milliseconds is it, <laughs> could be who knows what is time to god after all all right so uh jason and family let me just summarize for you janelle says it's the divine office the liturgy of the hours Whereas Adrian yeah. says it's the Liturgy of the Minutes. 15 seconds on the clock. Who's right? Who's wrong? What say you? Who do,
8: y'all yeah. think? Janelle,
3: who do you think right? All right. Kids are saying Janelle. <laughs> Survey says. Got it. Duh. Duh. <laughs> I, Adrian, I got a feeling you're proving their opinion right. <laughs>
5: <Duh>. <laughs> it's a uh, calling it Liturgy of the Minutes. A lot of people, a lot of uh, seminarians who start praying the old office the old divine office start calling the liturgy the hours liturgy the minutes because it takes like no time to pray at all it's oh, like really? super short and <laughs> super short. well there you go all right well you're in for two jason and family praise Queen. be to
3: god you could really Queen. seriously win today Queen. and to be on the day of janelle's last uh, appearance on the show that's kind of special too uh so uh, let's yep. go see if we can't triple your chances Let's go to third question. Back to Janelle for the very last time, ever, 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 until the second coming of Christ. Janelle, can you tell me, what is the name of the summer residence of the Holy Father located in the Alban Hills, southeast of Rome? What is that called?
4: He has a summer residence? Oh I know. My.
3: But it, but so do you, so. <laughs> like,
4: okay, of the, the Holy Father located in the Alban Hills, southeast of Rome. I do believe that is called Chateau Sandrion
3: Uh, Gesundheit Uh, (laughs) God bless you Uh, What did you
4: say it was? Chateau Sandrion
3: Chateau Sandrion That sounds fancy Hmm. Yes, uh, it's French Let's just see what Adrian has to say Adrian, can you tell me What is the name of the summer residence Of the Holy Father located in the Alban Hills
5: southeast of Rome What is that called, sir? Well, you know, I don't know French. It sounded like Greek to me, but uh, oh, yeah. it was. Uh, I'm going to go with Castel Gondolfo. Huh, interesting. Uh, there were Avignon popes, were they not? They were French. Hmm.
3: Hmm. Mm. Okay, so here's the deal. Greek. Adrian says it's Castel Gondolfo, whereas Janelle says it's Chateau saint 15 seconds on the clock. Who is right? Who is wrong? Jason and family, what say you?
8: Well... We're stumped on this one, so in full Catholic charity, we'll go
5: with Adrian this time. <laughs> wow. I, you know, I really wanted to hit that buzzer, but you got three for three. Good job.
3: <laughs> well wow. done. Perfect score. All right. Right now, uh, Janelle is putting your name into the coffee cup three times and uh, going to mix this up. We awesome. have, we've got just a little bit of time left before... I before uh, we have to say goodbye for on the radio side of our audience but Janelle for the very last time is pulling a name out of the coffee cup of divine Providence it may be you it may not I don't know God's will be done in all things but let's just see how Alrighty. it goes do you have a name
4: I do have a name the oh. winner for this week's prize is Anna Velasquez from Houston Whoa! Texas hey. hey
3: congratulations Anna oh
0: wait wow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, Jason and the kids uh, Thank you for playing and being so much fun I'm sorry your name wasn't pulled out of Absolutely. the cup but God love you all Have a great day and have fun at school
8: Thank you sir, you be blessed
3: God bless you, praise be to God And that is going to do it For the radio side of our show today In fact, Monday we are not here Tuesday we are not here Wednesday we are not Thursday we're, we're back on Friday A week from today But we have great brand new content Lined up for all of those days So don't miss it but if you can join us in the after show, you can say goodbye to Janelle yourself. We'll open the phone lines and you can call in.
0: God love you. God bless you. We'll see that. then. Thank you for joining us on Your Catholic Drive Time, where it is our pleasure to keep you informed and inspired. Join us Monday through Friday at the same time, right here on your favorite Catholic radio station. Don't forget to connect with us. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Catholic. Drive time. Again, that's facebook.com
3: forward slash Catholic Drive Time.
0: Be sure to share more than just us today. Share Jesus with everyone you meet.
8: Bye now, and God love
3: you. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the after show of Catholic Drive Time, where we get a wee bit more casual in our conversation. And we get to talk about whatever it is you would like to talk about. But uh, the, big, uh, the big news story, breaking news. Um, breaking news? Yeah, it's being talked about all over the internets. I mean, literally, it's, it's a trending story. Uh, Janelle's last day is today on the Catholic Drive Time team. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> yes, yeah, somewhere.
4: Yeah, I didn't even know.
3: Um,
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah this thanks news to thanks me. for coming. See you later. Um, no, I'm teasing. Um, if you, my dear listener, a viewer hanging out with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, even on our website, praise be to God. If you would like to call in and wish Janelle uh, a happy goodbye or pray for her, or whatever you'd like to do, you are welcome to do so. We're going to open the phone lines. Uh, Anna, our friend of the program, is hanging out here, ready to answer those calls and take your call. The phone number is the same as the game show. It is eight seven 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 five seven ninety four twenty four eight seven 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 five seven nine four two four. Call now, and uh, we'll take your call. Chat with you for a few, and let you, uh, w- you know, say goodbye to Janelle. I don't know. You could chew her out if you want for being so tricky on the game show this whole time. I mean, how does it feel to be called Janelle the Tricky?
4: Um, I wasn't expecting it. Um, I had a lot of fun coming up with all the wrong answers, though, for the show, especially the the funny ones. Um, I think the last um a- wrong answer for, um, <clears throat> question three of today, uh, Chateau Cendrillon. Sorry, it's French. I messed it up really bad. But it's yeah. French for I Cinderella get Castle. Every time French is
3: mentioned on the program,
4: <laughs> it's a uh, French for Cinderella Castle. So Cinderella it's, Castle. it's it's not.
3: And no one picked up on that.
4: No, no one picked up on that. Um, yeah. I didn't know. Um, so yes, uh, Mike K, uh, I saw somewhere he said that, um, yes, Janelle, all the best. May the Lord bless you and keep you. I'm going to miss your final answers during the game. Long live the nope Pope. <laughs>
3: the long live the nope Pope.
4: <laughs> I'm really glad <laughs> they appre- oh, wow. he appreciates it. Uh, um,
3: I guess uh, Facebook's back to its old awesomeness, uh, not showing us all the comments that have come through. They're restricting comments again. I'm not able to see past a certain amount. So uh, if you left comments earlier, I'm sorry, I can't read them. I just uh, give you another reason to comment again. Yeah. Uh, Sonia. Sonia says, yeah, yeah, they're deleting old comments. That's so annoying. Uh, Janelle, you will be missed. Best of luck to you and all your future endeavors. God will continue to il- illuminate your path. Thank
4: you. Thank you. Thank Gloria, you. God bless you.
3: Gloria
5: says, uh, best wishes to you, Janelle. God bless you.
4: Thank you. God bless you too. Chris yeah.
5: said, "I like the Angus beef answer from Janelle. That gave me a good <laughs> chuckle."
4: <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. I had to Google and I had to research different uh, beef species because I was really
3: <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah,
4: and so I, I spent a lot of effort um in doing some extra research for the wrong answers. Sometimes things so
3: can we get an expert guest on beef species? I would like that conversation. That would be
4: a fun conversation. Wow.
3: Yes. And what do they taste like? I'm just curious. They had to send us samples, flavor samples. Yes. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Sita Nisi says, and whose husband played the game this week, she says, Good morning, everyone. And Janelle, wishing you all the best and God's blessing for your future endeavors. I will miss your laugh the most and will never forget the Egyptians and denial. You know what I got to say to that? Uh Mm Uh-huh. I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want to call in and say a word to Janelle, you're welcome to do so. The phone number is 877-757-9424. Call now, and uh, we can chat with you, praise be to God, uh, for the next, I don't know, uh, 20 minutes or so. Uh, so if you'd like to uh, say goodbye to Janelle or whatever, you're welcome to do so at 877-757-9424. Or if you want to change the subject and talk about something else, yes, that's I'm fine. open to that, uh, 877-757-9424. Nicola says, God love you, Janelle. We're going to miss you. Great job on the show. Wishing you Thank all you. the best.
4: Thank you. I'm going to miss you guys too. It's been absolutely fun. Uh, if you would like to come embarrass me, um, <laughs> you can also call in as well. I have a friend. Um, she's in the, um, she joined the uh, Dominican Sisters as a postulant. Really? And uh, she would watch the show sometimes, and she made a playlist of all the shows I messed up on saying the news.
5: Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, humility.
6: <laughs>
4: yes, uh, On
5: oh full display. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, <laughs> I am... Uh, you know, wow. I don't know if I if That's I don't know rough. if I just don't have enough friends that watch the show, <laughs> right? Or if my friends are more charitable, or they just or, don't they love or just don't care. Do enough. Right. I, <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know. I don't know how to respond to this uh, to this situation. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, I'm married, so I get a lot of criticism at the house anyway. So I, I whoa, know, whoa, whoa, whoa! What I'm how I'm how trying to feels. say about marriage? Uh, marriage, it, it, as the as the early church fathers indicated in the in the commentaries today. Uh, marriage is rough. Marriage is difficult. Marriage is not easy. Yes, they are. Which is why some are called to live chaste, celibate lives. Uh, buddy K9 like I said it right this time. Yes. Buddy K9 says, Good jo- uh, good job, or goodbye, rather. Goodbye, Janelle. You were great. My prayers for you and your future endeavors.
4: Thank you. Thank you. I'll be praying for uh, all of you as well.
5: Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Uh, Dawn said, Janelle, I will miss your Cheshire cat grin on the wrong answers. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> People are profiling you. How do you feel about that?
4: Uh it's <laughs> I have gained so much humility <laughs> uh from my time here. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's not easy, is it?
4: No, it's 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 gotten a lot easier. I I think I've become more easygoing and more like, Oh, okay, that's fine. Um <laughs> Tammy.
3: Tammy, good um, morning to you. Good morning to you, Tammy. Good morning to you, Mike K. Praise be to God. Angelo. Uh, good morning to you, our friend uh, from San Antonio, William
5: Hemsworth. Good morning. Praise be to God. Happy Friday to you. <laughs> Glenn said, she's not really leaving. I guess I'm just in denial.
8: <laughs> Are
1: you Egyptian?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Good. good good use. That's a
3: that's master level dad joke right there. Praise I be tip to my God. hat to you. Uh, happy Friday to you, Myra. And uh, she says, uh, blessings to you, sweet Janelle.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
3: Happy Saturday, Junior. Yeah. Happy Saturday, Junior. <laughs> Mike K. said Adrian only makes the big bucks because after his fines for playing Jesus as a friend of mine, he
5: barely breaks even. <laughs> 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 Worth every penny. Every penny. Every penny. I send royalty checks to uh, the, what do they call it? Sunseed. I send is that, their, send is that, that what it is? Yeah. I send checks to them every day. Yeah. They, they demand daily. I was like, can I at least negotiate monthly? But they were like, no. So that's where like ninety percent of my income goes. I'm gonna have to play it. Like, you've noticed I played it less recently because uh you know, I gotta gotta save up money for that apartment, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't be paying, you know, Jesus off and, and then all these other people and still afford an apartment. It's yeah, at kind of, uh, Genevieve over uh, with the Burrier family, I'm sending her checks every week. <laughs> uh, Angelo said, May God abundantly bless you, Janelle.
3: You will be missed
4: thank you thank you
3: eric rodriguez said good morning cdt god bless everybody all the days of our lives wasn't that a, a soap opera
4: all the days of our lives the
3: days of our lives the days no of idea lives. did you how I don't many think I've people seen any soap how operas. many people watched novellas as a kid no.
4: sounds familiar
3: i'm kid. catholic general hospital days of our lives you gotta tr- turn your mic on i can't hear i'm sorry anna what on? did you watch
0: all my children.
3: All my children.
0: All my children. Man. That was. All my. That children.
3: was so wow. dramatic this year. more or less than four? Yeah. And you know it's crazy watching soap operas because it's like there's no there's not a lot of like background production that goes on. It's just straight up, you know, sixty frames a second like v- uh, uh, visuals of people dialoguing in sets. No background music, no, uh, no special effects, no, no, uh, no good sound mastering. It's just the weirdest type of thing, but man. No say. But no it kept say. us glued in. As a kid,
5: I, pff, unfiltered access to television. During the day, during the summers, we were, I had we were, we no desire that. to watch anything like that. I sat down and I watched Justice League, Superman, Batman. Oh, yeah. I watched that too. Teen Titans, of course. I that yeah. too. Uh, but I had no desire to watch soap operas or G. I. reality Joe. TV or GI Joe, Go Joe, GI Joe. I didn't really Damn. watch GI Joe. Transformers, GI Joe. Transformers. I did watch Transformers. It was huge. I was watched He Man. He Man was cool. Yep. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Shira, Shira Shira whatever her name was uh, and uh, his his like was it his sister his wife I forget and um, Shazam but Power Rangers Shazam Shazam.
0: <laughs>
5: Shazam they had a Shazam TV show mm-hmm. Mighty Mouse what are you talking
0: Mouse. about man. Mighty, Mighty Mouse oh
5: yeah I don't remember them Bugs Bunny man, Shazam TV show what
3: uh, Mike K says Janelle all the I'm best shook. may the Lord bless you and keep you I'm going to miss your fun answers during the g-. you read that earlier yes. long live the nope Pope <laughs> uh, yeah that was funny praise nope be to God
4: No nope. uh, let's
3: see here Eric Rodriguez says I got a feeling it's Janelle Lay day with all the right answers <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost almost oh, that almost hilarious. that was funny uh, God bless Janelle Lay on her journey and thank you for helping out you'll be missed on the show
4: thank you thank you I'm glad I was able to help out
3: <laughs> Christopher Velasquez
5: says uh, God bless you Janelle on your new journey as always or Thank and I think she was He-Man's cousin thanks Chris I was like uh, I know she was like it was some kind of definitely not his wife I mean mm-hmm. I don't know I can't remember it was a long time ago since I've seen He-Man and then briefly
4: there was oh, a
0: cartoon man. The Mighty Isis
5: I never saw I just see Thundercats I never watched that one Yeah, it was out the same time the but it's weird I don't uh, like big cats acting like humans it's kind of weird <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you probably watch My Little Pony instead uh, Tammy That's says disgusting. Janelle you will be missed but may God bless you in whatever path that, uh, he leads you down uh, let's see Thank here you. Eric also says I was lucky enough to get a coffee cup of Divine Providence signed by the whole team with Emily, Janelle, Joe, Adrian it's a collector's cup it's rare it's the rare edition
4: it is it is you Sorry. won't find many Which, cups By like the way, a... we
3: ought to have Janelle sign four cups before she leaves alright and then, uh, then the next four will also in, enter that unique collection. Uh, it's time for probably another round of giving out cups. I haven't shipped a cup in a while now. Uh, let's see here. Good morning to you. Burrow your family. Praise be to God. Uh, they say they're praying for you, Janelle.
4: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and it says, um, Jennifer talks about you all the time, Adrian.
5: <laughs> Aww. Thanks, Genevieve. Oh, Much appreciated. God love you.
3: It's funny, Mike says his parents are immigrants and his mom learned conversational English from watching soap. Sixty years later, she still hates them. <laughs> now, you know, what's funny about that, Mike, is uh, my mother-in-law is also an immigrant to the United States, and she did the exact
5: same thing. She learned English from watching soap operas. Do you know how uh, John Paul II learned English? Um, from watching... I'm watching Fulton Sheen. Oh,
4: that's awesome. He would
5: would listen to Fulton Sheen uh, on the radio, and uh, that's how he learned English. That's why he has the same type of cadence as Fulton Sheen whenever John Paul II speaks in English.
4: Oh, that's so funny. Yeah.
3: Monica says, good morning. Wishing you all the best, Janelle. May God bless you always. We will miss your clever wrong answers and incorrect laugh. An innocent laugh.
4: Incorrect laugh. (laughs) That was a
5: Freudian slip.
3: That's, it's, that's,
5: that slip, that's when you say one mm-hmm. thing but mean your mother yes yes wait no, what exactly it's a daily wire inside joke
3: Adrian. Uh, but innocent not uh, yeah uh, it's because uh, we all know that she's Janelle the Tricky uh, Eric bro Thundercats
5: was the, be- the best <laughs> so, so Mike if I sit if I watch uh, Spanish no- telenovelas well I learn Spanish like legit. Perhaps. Okay. Is that the way to do it? I, um yes. so actually yes.
9: <clears throat> yeah, you will.
5: My
3: daughter's Spanish course in high school was just watching telenovelas? No, it it's a oh. cu- it they 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 created a custom novella. It's a oh, it's I a see, multi, we did that in high school. It, it's a multi-installment uh dramatic thing and you follow Ooh. these people on their journey and um it's a nove- it's essentially a novella, but I that's like that. exactly what they do. And I, I said to her the other day I said, "So, uh How's the, how's the Espanol coming? I mean, how good can you talk, right? And she's like, oh, I can't, I can read. I can't, I can't say it. I'm like, oh, well, what's the point? Like, what literally is the point if you don't know how to, to speak Spanish? To read Don Quixote de la Mancha. Well, then you can't do that if you haven't learned.
5: learned you can the, read it, but not speak it. I doubt she can read Don Quixote in Espanol. Okay, what about uh, St. Uh, Louis of Granada? Could she read that? Maybe. Because that's way easier, right? Yeah.
4: I feel like um, mm. Vietnamese uh, language courses are like the exact opposite. They teach you how to read and write, but they don't teach you how to have conversations. Um, so it's a bit, it's a bit, I guess, a flipped. But I feel like if they had like Vietnamese um, dramas or opera shows, I feel like that would help a lot of people um, in learning how to conversate. Um, But also, there's also the notion of being respectful in speech as well. (laughs) So, you come up and you copy the the speech from the the opera and you're like, what did you say to me? Um, So,
5: (laughs) Not great. Not not great. Yeah, that's one problem with learning language from television, especially modern television. Everything is so um, vulgar. It's like you're using vulgar words if, you, if someone learned english by watching modern day um i don't know i'm thinking like reality tv shows or what do they call those sitcoms that's what i was thinking it'd be that'd be horrible because they have complete nonsense in there so you know it is what it is well my daughter's program is designed specifically so they do
3: uh they do use more proper um like greetings for mm-hmm. older people they don't make them common that kind of thing more respectful good yeah it's interesting i've uh speaking of which tangentially related i was i'm going i'm almost finished going through um the book finding vegano by moynihan and Mm -hmm. in that in his conversation he met with uh vegano after one year of him being in hiding he went and met with him and interesting moynihan actually went to the vatican and told gonswein that he was going to go meet with vegano and gonswein was like you know where he is what And he's like, yes, I know where he is and I'm going to go visit with him. And and it's a fascinating exchange. But the point is there's a point in his meeting with him over the course of three days and they're conversating that Vigano begins to talk about times in his past as uh, a person working at the Vatican in in a sort of a high level where he met with other prelates who would try to use uh, simple, like, uh, casual uh, words in Greetings and such as a way to test you and gauge you, get your temperature on where you're at with, like, uh, y- you pat my back, I pat your back, kind of good old boy system uh, business. And he would, when he would catch them doing that, like when, months, when bishops would try to use Monsignor or, when, or, or vice versa, he would correct them and use the more formal version of, of, of addressing them <laughs> to send the signal. That he is all about business and not about playing this game. Wow. Very, very fascinating.
4: Is Finding Vigano an allusion to Finding Nemo?
5: <laughs> Probably. You mean like the, hmm. the, uh, the book you, on the ocean yeah. and the guy was uh, lost at sea? That I mean, one? You mean the documentary no, the, film?
4: Yes, the documentary um, film about yeah. a father searching for his son exactly. across the sea.
3: Yes, there um, is there is a fish that can't remember past four and a half seconds in Finding Vigano. <laughs> Oh, we're all talking about different things. Just keep, Cold, praying. Like, just just, keep just praying. praying. Just keep praying. Just keep praying. I'm sure that's praying. in there. I haven't gotten Pray. that far, but I, I'm, I have no doubt. Eric says, "Can we get a, a grito for Janelle,
5: Adrian? <laughs> oh, she, no. she doesn't want that. So she no, no, speaks no.
3: Spanish, <laughs> and he puts a laughing face on
8: there because <laughs> he knows the truth.
5: Tr- trust me, and the yeah. truth will set you free. Trust me. Janelle doesn't want that. She, uh, oh man, our, we were we were asked, she was asked." What's the thing you like the least about working at at, uh, at the GRN station? And she said, Adrian singing. That's the worst thing.
6: So, <laughs> not, not word for uh, word. I so, said that.
5: I you know. Uh, because of that, you know, I mean, it's pretty clear. She doesn't, I won't do that to her on her last day
6: because that would be,
5: that would just be cruel.
0: Technically, a grito isn't singing. Yeah,
5: well, I was going to oh.
3: bring that point out.
5: But it's it's, well it's done, a uh, joyful noise for the Lord. Uh, exactly. <laughs> is that what and, is. and that's all my singing is, anyways. You can is sing to the
3: Lord, is. don't sing to.:
5: <laughs> <laughs> Ouch.
3: Uh, oh, just God. kidding. I don't mind if you do.: Oh. grito for
5: janelle yeah. Can he do it? Can he? No, nah, mm. I can't. Why
4: what?: not?
5: My what? voice is destroyed.: Come I'm exhausted. On. I don't have the energy. <laughs> I woke up at uh, two this morning.: Oh wow.. Where's yeah. Yeah. be gone? Congratulations.
3: Thank but you
0: God. woke up.
3: That puts you in an even more exclusive class of human persons. Mm-hmm. Not
5: a class of persons I wanted to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know it was a goal. I've no, reached the I top, weren't. but now <laughs> <was in>. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, what? wow. Uh, come on.
3: Yeah. Eric's oh, really, r- really ribbing on you now, man. <laughs> uh, she, uh, Lori says she's already had her exit interview and found out she doesn't like your singing. Poor Adrian.
4: It's <laughs> not that I don't like it. It's that um, sometimes I find it hard to focus uh, to doing my work when Adrian starts like playing and singing along to musical songs.
6: Yeah,
4: Um for sure. Like the other day, he was, um, and some of them are really catchy. So that's like the problem too, because it'll I'll get stuck <laughs> in my head and I'll be like, I'm like, okay, who am I booking? Na, 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 and they're like. <laughs> Adrian has to sing your favorite one that you hear My him. favorite one? Your favorite one that he likes to sing here in the studio. Oh, no, he sings, like, everything. Um, no. He was doing Fiddler on the Roof the other day. <laughs> oh, I don't know that <laughs> I'm one. Not a,
5: I'm not a good singer. I'm
3: a very poor uh, singer. Even Mike K is getting in on the action now. Greedo!
5: Greedo!
4: Greedo!
9: Greedo!
3: The public has spoken, Eric says.
5: <clears throat> Fine. Adrian, you can do it, man. You
9: can do it.
0: Come on, man.
5: And I'm going to end up just like breaking into a it. coughing fit. <laughs> hey, Seuss, why don't you call in and do it for me? Yes.
0: yes Jesus.
5: Hey, Seuss. Hey,
3: Seuss, 877 Anybody can there. call if you'd like.
0: 877 757
3: 9424. Phone lines are open if you want to call in. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, it's all you, brother.
5: Yes, let's let's give uh, Jesus for uh, uh, thir- forty-five to a minute, forty-five seconds. To a oh, that
3: was calling. fun! All right, now it's your turn. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's your turn. Mm,
5: mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't see. Yeah. Oh, way. yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I it. I, did, yeah. T- time on. elapsed. Time elapsed. It's okay.
7: <laughs> there you go.
5: Oh, oh you. man, that was. Great. Oh my. <laughs> man, that
7: was good. Oh man,
5: I'll do good. it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> Man, that was amazing. It's that the mating call of the cuckoo
4: bird. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
5: There you go, man. Hold on. Hold
4: on. My My soul has left my body.
3: This could be an exclusive. Is that not audio from Hunter Biden's second laptop? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness.
0: Oh. (laughs) Could be. No? (laughs) My soul has ascended.
5: Oh my goodness!
4: I'm no longer here. I'm
5: (laughs) I'm deceased. (laughs)
0: She's going into a convent, dude. (laughs) I I am deceased. I am deceased.
5: This is horrible.
3: Oh, my goodness. I, I don't know. I was a little confused, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Lucia says, Janelle, you have been such a delight to listen to these last few months. God bless you and your journey ahead.
4: Thank you so much, Lucia. God love you.
3: Yeah. Praise be to God. Uh, praise be to God. And <laughs> I, I, Christopher Chance was like, what was
4: that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting scared now. Don't want do <laughs> to <Don't, without warning. laughs> do that again without warning. Don't want
1: to do that again without warning.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there should be some disclaimer. There should be some disclaimer, anyway. Uh, Don's questioning whether or not
5: uh, you fake that, Adrian. I-, I don't know what he's talking about. It's, he that seems obviously—that
4: was a little <laughs> high pitched for was, for him.
5: No, he can reach it. He can reach it. I, yeah, I can reach it easily, easily, no problem. Yeah,
1: okay, <laughs> take your time.
2: Okay.
5: I like Damn. how he yeah, lip syncs the good. other additional sounds that's as well. That's great. That's great. <laughs> ten, ten, ten. That
3: was I, awesome. I, I think we need a recount.
5: I, um, that was amazing. If you ask me, I, I think I think we need a recount. If uh, you know, I think I th- just think that was just tremendous. Was, you know,
4: I was, I was hoping you would. I was hoping you really would. Your gritos, <laughs> <laughs> the grito, a faster was, way to send great. you to heaven.
5: You know, after listening to all these gritos, I think mine's better. <laughs> okay. The just one saying. you didn't give us. Okay. What do you mean? The, okay. the, all the ones I just did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the ones I just did.
8: Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, he yes, says, uh, you did.
3: <laughs> uh oh. I guess we're not no longer on uh, auto uh, answer on the phones, or we, are we? Because Eric said he tried to call and it didn't work. Eric you tried to call back.
1: Maybe we need to unplug it and plug it in
3: again. Seven nine four two four eight seven seven. What's that? It should work. 877 757 9424. He says he tried it and it went to it like a. He probably called the wrong number, Eric. 877 757 9424 is the number. 877 757 9424, if you'd like I know, to call No, it's not it. working
5: for me either. I just try to call in right now.
4: Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, the
3: phones are tricky business, man. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Um, did
4: you see what Tammy said?
3: What did Tammy say?
4: Tammy. No, uh uh-uh. uh. No, you sorry. didn't. Uh, okay. I'm sorry.
3: What? Hmm? What was that? Huh? I can't hear you. Hmm? What? What were you gonna say?
4: Um, uh, Tammy on YouTube. What? I'm, uh huh.
5: <laughs> you're breaking up. I
4: uh, I Tammy on YouTube says, "Janelle, so,
5: uh, <laughs> you know, you're just, just gonna have to like power through it. Just, <laughs> you just have just, to like bulldoze." Let's just move on then, I guess. Uh, uh, since you you we know can't what? Seem to figure Maybe we out, don't
4: even right. need to say. Maybe we yeah. just got to do it. No. You know? We just Mm-mm. we just have to.
1: No. Um Jesus is a friend of mine, I have a friend of Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus I'm not
5: sorry. Jesus <laughs> is
0: a of mine. I'm not sorry. That's good. My life That's as it good. should
5: be. I'm not sorry. I love it.
3: Yes. Um, I don't know Eric, I'm sorry. We probably have to reboot the phones again. Oh no. Yeah, it's okay, crazy. I there's a lot of calls. It, it we- looks like
4: there's a lot of calls on now.
0: Is there? What? No. Oh no! Phone no, no that, it's just—it's just—it's no. just, okay. cycling. So what we it's need cycling. to do is
3: we
5: need to reboot the server in the back room,
3: yeah, not just the I'll little go device do over
5: there. I'll be back, and you, have you, to, I gotta—I gotta go yeah. do my really complicated job. You know, the way to fix this is just mm-hmm. there's a lot of mm-hmm. buttons, a lot of uh, technical things. I gotta, you know, solder some uh, some things and take some wires out, oh, and right. uh, I'll be right back. Diane is trying to tell us the people are end up ending up uh, in Dallas <laughs> because.
3: Because the phone lines aren't working properly here in, in Houston. I'm sorry about that, uh, Eric, but yeah, uh, I guess they're being rerouted to Dallas because we share the same phone system as our, as our station up in the Dallas area. Praise be to God. What, the the uh, video switching's gone kind of crazy, but uh, we're going to reboot the phone system. I don't know if we'll have it back up in time, but I, I will, we'll hang out for a moment, see if we can get the phone lines working, and then, of course, we will, we will get you on, if yes. possible. In the meantime. Know. We'll see.
4: Yes. Uh, my case says there goes $20, Adrian. Um, in the meantime, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. let's. Uh, I know we said the first part of Tammy's comment, uh, but mm-hmm. she does ask for an additional I'm sorry. Um, what? Gift. She does? She I, does. What? Um, See, Tammy plays at both sides. Yes. Tammy, you got to choose,
3: okay? <laughs> you got to choose. You got to make a choice. Who's yes, to be or hot odd. or cold? You can't, you, yeah, can't exactly. be you can't
4: be no. lukewarm. You can't be lukewarm. You gotta commit.
3: I mean, you can't go with a degenerate, uh, a mind-altering, abusive song that Adrian likes to play versus the high and holy, incredible sound that you will hear at the horns of the apocalypse. You gotta choose. You gotta choose. Um, tell us what team you're on, by the way. Are you team Jesus
5: is a friend of mine? Or are you team horns? Leave I that mean, in the comments. So but what you're asking is, are you team Jesus or are you team horns? Jesus okay, is man, going to come say, riding on a stallion to you judge can, the world. Your, your detriment, choose, uh, choose wisely. Do you want Jesus yeah, as I friend? agree. I, mean, I at don't know. the Apocalypse, one ought to choose kind wisely. Very Yeah, wisely. I mean, if I'm at the Apocalypse, I would rather choose uh, Jesus as my friend. <laughs>
3: okay, good luck. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Let's see how that works out. The reboot was set in
5: motion. Yes, it was. Um, is it up now? I don't know. Diane from our North Texas station said people are calling in trying to say their farewells and best wishes to Janelle but oh. can't get through. I tried to transfer okay. the call oh, and the callers said once it transfers, the phone just hangs it up. Ooh. That's horrible. I'm sorry. Try, uh, try, try, so, now. try yeah, now. I just rebooted it. Um, maybe it'll work. Okay, try again now. 877
3: yeah, So let's give it a try now. Uh we've rebooted the yeah. server. Here I'm going to call it Team See Jesus it it Melanie. Out. Glorious as okay, Team Jesus. Okay, it's working.
4: Yeah, it's working.
3: I got it. I got through. If you would like to uh, call that was in, me. we're going to leave it open and we won't <laughs> uh, We won't go off until you if you want to call in and we won't go off until you've had a chance. Yes. So uh 877-757-9424. They're working now. We've tested it. You can call in now, Eric. I'm sorry it didn't work before. As glad trad
5: horns. Oh Chris, yeah, Mike Chris K, said Team Horns. Praise be to God. Chris said the uh, the second time was better. I'm convinced Adrian did it on his own. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that.
4: <laughs> He's in denial.
5: Ah, team Jesus from Gloria. Team Jesus from Melanie. You know, I like to be on Team Jesus too. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know about everybody else.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: if God don't mm-hmm. do it, Eric get done. Team
5: Jesus. Oh, that's a great point. You know, that's also that's a pretty good that's a pretty good team to be on. It's a good team to be on.
3: Phone lines are open if you want to call and say goodbye to Janelle. You can do that right now at 877-757-9424. It looks like it's working now. Praise be to God. Uh, 877-757-9424 is the phone number to call. So uh, uh, Miss Anna uh, Velasquez is, is taking the calls and we'll put you on here and here in a second uh, by the glory of God. You know, I got to tell you, Janelle. Yes. It's your last day.
4: Yes, it is my last
3: day. Yeah. Can I just share with you? I've been meaning to tell you this for some time. oh uh, Oh, no. You know, the rotation of the earth, it really makes my day.
5: Yeah. This is accurate. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes,
4: this is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is an accurate statement. This yep. is true. hmm uh,
3: you know, Dad died because he couldn't remember his blood type. I will never forget his last words. Be positive. <laughs> Janelle's doing a pity laugh. I already know.
0: Uh,
3: let's go with Diego. Good morning to you, sir. Thanks for calling in.
1: Thank you. I just wanted to say, um Janelle, um, thank you for all your trickiness that you've done on the, the game show and um yeah, and just thanks for all the the for all the stuff that you've done on the show and um I just wanna wish you um a farewell. <laughs>
4: Thank you so much, Diego. You probably this probably won't be the last of me that you'll see. Um, I might ha- hang out a few times in the studio in the future. So, are you
3: saying the apocalypse is coming?
4: I'm. Am I? Am I, I didn't what? say that. What? What?
3: That's scary. <laughs> Diego, you were a winner the uh, last week, were you? Yes. Not?
1: Yes, I have not received my skateboard. Yes, wow. I'm <laughs> Sorry.
3: Calling to check in on that. I love <laughs> yes.
4: that. Yes, I'm I'm on it still. Um, I'm still trying. Um, they've been uh, on vacation for a bit, but I'll reach them out today and I'll make sure you get that skateboard. <laughs> so don't worry, Diego.
3: <laughs> Congratulations, that's Diego, good. about uh, playing the game and winning the game. We're very happy for you. But uh, keep Janelle honest. That's what I say. <laughs> okay god bless you diego have a great day sir thanks for calling in
1: okay
3: god you bless too. you thank you all right that phone number is 877-757-9424 for those that want to call in and be a part of uh, the show and just say goodbye to janelle good morning to you eric thanks for calling in hey, what's going on praise be to god hey, what's going
4: on, guys? good morning
3: uh now morning, morning, which, morning are you team jesus or team horns which which are you again oh bro you Bro, you already know this, Team
4: um, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Is he, is, is he breaking
3: up? I, I, I can't. Let's go. <laughs> what? <laughs> Eric, <sighs> you're killing me, <sighs> man.
4: You know, it was funny at first, but then after like the second time, it got. Kind